What's up, everybody? I'm Laura Ingalls Wilder. You haven't heard me on any of these podcasts yet, but you will. I just jumped through the time stream to tell you that, well, you can support this show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Help Kevin Lanigan justify spending his life this way for as little as $1 a month. Support this show, support the Puffin Publishing Podcast, the future of Doom to You, future live shows, future travel expanses, uh, Kevin's new show, How to Buy, it's about comic books. That's patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Get on up now, get over there. Officer Mike Hernandez, Banks Bug PD. I'm here to tell you all about a show you gotta see. It's called Pet Turtles Live. Pet Turtles, as you know, is a film that Puffin Publishing cast member Vern Tooley's been trying to get off the ground for years now. He's got almost all the money he needs, but he's just a little bit short. Short like Snooky from the Jersey Shore. Because of that, his producers and himself have decided to have a fundraising night of both comedy and music. Comedy and music in the same night? Wow. J-Wow. The comedy you'll be hearing that that night comes from Rubber Belly Productions and Puffin Publishing Podcast. If you want to get a chance to see Puffin live again, that's your chance to do it. Pet Turtles Live. The second half of the show is going to feature musical acts such as Mimi Leuk, Adriel, fronted by Puffin's number one fan, and Lapons. Lapons is the artist that's going to be making all the music that you'll hear in Pet Turtles. So if you come to the show and you see her, you're going to be able to get a chance at understanding what the movie's going to sound like. She's incredibly talented, a wonderful singer, and a real sweetheart. A sweetheart like Sweetheart Sammy Giancola. That's another Jersey Shore cast member. That's kind of my thing. And at the end of the night, there's going to be a rap for a sweet like gift box or something filled with all sorts of pet turtle swag you gotta be there if you're not there we're gonna have a real situation on our hands the situation as i mentioned earlier in my very first sketch ever on this show is a cast member from jersey shore the whole night's gonna be hosted by puffin cast member and pet turtles writer and director Vern tooley and after the show you can meet with the cast and crew of pet turtles and talk about the movie it's like you'll be hanging out in the smush room if you're interested in seeing pet turtles live be there at the Monocle, November 10th at 8 o'clock. November 10th, that's three days before Vern's birthday. If you want to get him a birthday present, you can come to that show. How does that sound? Make sure to like Pet Turtles and Pet Turtles Live on Facebook for all sorts of updates because I know he says it a lot, but Pet Turtles is for real happening. It's shooting this winter. Vern's very, very excited about it. As excited as Snooky was when someone threw a drink at her at a nightclub. Well, that's a different kind of excitement. That was like a hostile excitement. Vern's like a, a genuine like excitement because, you know, whatever. I would like to talk more about Pet Turtles Live, but I just now realized that doing this character is enormously difficult for my throat, and it's killing me. Hope to see you there. The Monocle, November 10th, 8 o'clock, Pet Turtles Live, a fundraiser benefit for Vern's movie Pet Turtles. Be there or I'll lock you up and throw you in the slammer. Because I'm a cop. I'm a cop who likes Jersey Shore. In the sleepy town of Banksburg, at the top of Peak Audio, lies the Puffin Publishing House, the last refuge for the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast.
of cryogenic slumber will give you such a back pain. He seems to be recovering extremely well, Doctor. That is oh, I have all my cognitive motor functions. Hello, it's me, F. Scott Fitzgerald, finally awake from my cryogenic slumber. I didn't expect his voice to be so fabulous. I know, it's incredibly listenable. Oh, God, I'm so flamboyant. It is, especially for someone frozen in 2007. My favorite syllable is the last one. Now, gents, you've done a marvelous job waking me up. I've got all my parts intact. Oh, there was that one person who wanted one of his kidneys, but... They can't have it. My kidneys are my own. My body, my choice. He's also F. Scott Fitzgerald, so his kidneys are practically pickled at this point. Practically. I can't pee. I smell all my waste through my skin. Now tell me, what has changed on this great world of ours in the last seven years? Well, uh, Hillary Clinton is still trying to be president. What? We let women? What? Wait. We let women... That was the end of that sentence. We let them do anything? Yes. Yes, My God, what a topsy-turvy world we live in. The world's done turned upside down since I went in my slumber in 2007. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, um, they were... Women were doing things in 2007. Yes. You're fucking me! Uh, our boss... I, no, no, you smell... Just like thawed pee. Like I haven't showered in seven no, years. No, it's how, no. Like I had you a roommate excre- like that once. Like you I ex- called him Ernest Hemingway. Aha! No. Does that still scan? No, you no. smell like you excrete urine through your skin. I do! Well, you're confused about women? Our boss, uh, Dr. Sullivan, is a yeah, woman. Yeah, no, she's a very successful woman. What? You let women hold beakers? Not yeah. full of, like, pizza rolls that they're warming up for the boys? Wait, you yeah. know, you, rem- you... You remember pizza rolls? <laughs> well, yeah, they're a time-honored tradition, but women in science? Yes. What are you going to tell me next? Radiation was discovered by a woman? Yeah. 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 Since 2007? Before 2007. You're fucking... Wow, what a crazy, topsy, mixed-up world we live in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, my God. Well, how does she get to work, good lad? I mean, do you carry her? No. Oh, no. She drives. She, she a, drives. A, a skirt driving a car? Yeah, a smart a car. A dame in a Dodge? Uh, a uh, skirt no. in a sedan? Well, no, I no, mean, no. A it's sedan? A, no, it's not a sedan. It's a smart car. Yeah. A smart car? Yeah, a smart car. Just when did they... we start educating cars? Oh, no, no we, we had them in 2007. They're, they're, what? They're, 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 they're those, uh, like, tiny two-door cars. They're compact. Two-door cars? You're no. talking about those fellas that were popes and shit? No, they're, they're compact cars that run on electricity. Instead of gasoline. What the shit is electricity? Elec... Wait. They had this. <laughs> they had this in 2000. They had this. They had electricity? Dude, we had was that a band? <laughs> we had biodiesel in 2007. Is biodiesel a heavy metal band? Oh my god. Probably. He prob- knows what heavy metal is. <laughs> he knows what... But ha- not... Electricity. Smart cars. And <laughs> or electricity. Well... Okay. Um... What else? Well, oh, no, no, here, no. Here's a shocker. Here's a shocker. MySpace? You, you remember MySpace, right? Of course! Yeah, no, it's dead. What? Yeah, no, it... it you it, can it, kill the internet now? Jesus Christ. You... They've become sentient, finally! Well, actually, that hasn't happened yet. Oh! Well, that's good, then. Yeah. I was though, worried about that. Though we did build robots. We have... We have yeah. so many robots. Yeah. So many robots. Yeah? I mean, I mean, technically... How, technically was that movie very successful that they made a bunch of sequels to it? 
You we already the robots, right? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, the animated movie. Yes. No, there's How? actually no, no. This no, is incredible. No, I, I need to ask a question before you go off. Okay. Oh no. Hold on. Hold on. Well, excuse me. Excuse me. Scott Fitzgerald. We're gonna have a scientist Hubble huddle. My colleague has a couple finalized questions, but I have a yes. but I just want to just clarify something. Okay. You were frozen in 2007. 2007 AD! John Apatow, when he took over the cinematic world, with knocked up and super bad in the same year. I was around okay. for the summer, but frozen in the fall. You so you know Judd Apatow. I do. Yes. You the, know the movie Robots. The animated yes. movie. I think with, that was 2006. That scans. With the one with Robin Williams, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. An all-star voice cast. Mel Brooks is in that one. Christ, so is Halle Berry. Yeah. See, a seminal film. Yeah, well. It's the last one I remember before going under. I had them play it for me while I was going under like a Jack Kevorkian thing. Oh, uh, one thing you missed was a silent movie won Best Picture. What the fuck? Yeah, it was... No! Yeah. How far did I... How long was I out? Seven years. Seven oh, years. my God. Did I break a meter on the way down? Did we have seven years of bad luck as no, a world? No, no, no. Oh, oh, no. Also, also... We need, to, we need to also mention that it was a silent black and white movie. Yes. They let blacks in movies now? It's me, Mario Puzo, Arthur the Godfather. A big D. Get a load of this new Arthur over here. Why, look at that man over there. If my name isn't Dante Alighieri. Let's meet up this new guy. Hey, new guy, new yeah. guy, come over Please, here. Please, new here. guy, come over here. I'm sorry, are you guys talking to me? Yeah, yes, no, we're you. talking to you. What's your name? Uh, I'm uh, uh, Arthur Dean Coons. Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz. I've read some of your work. Very nice. Very nice. You're a very popular and a prolific writer. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so tell us about yourself. Uh, first off, pleasure to meet... I didn't get your names. Um, it's uh, me, Mario Puzo, Archer of the Godfather. Oh, okay. I'm Dante Alighieri, creator of Dante's Inferno and the Dante's Inferno restaurant. Oh, yeah. I, I like your food. Um, I eat there sometimes. Yeah, that's his thing. That's kind of what he's got going for him. You know, he's got the bibbidi-boobidi accent. He likes the restaurant, you understand? Like, I got my hands always clasped like two crab claws, and I'm what's done work for a mafioso, you understand? It's what he's known for. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I'm just meeting you for, for, for the first time. But... but we're, like, immediately recognizable by our names, by our traits. We got a, we got a thing going on. So tell us about yourself. Uh... Uh, I, I don't know, I, uh, I've always had a love of uh, writing and storytelling, so uh, I, uh, I... Shared commonly among most of the people that make up this show. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, um, I don't know, I just, uh, I, I just really enjoy uh, writing, it just puts me in a good place, and I love sharing my stories. But is there anything more than just a writing and a sharing of the story? Gotta have more than books, you gotta have more than books, come on. Um, I, I, I try to have a, a say in, like, the cover art of my, my, of my books. Hey, hey, th that's it? I feel like the right cover art will kind of help like set the tone for the story. Uh, okay, okay. But what are your like? What are your hobbies? What do you do? You know, I, I, I go on walks. Um, I, I did a puzzle with my children the other day. Uh, that was fun. Boy, okay. So you're like a you're like a mad super genius, the puzzler, and you and you fuck with superheroes. I've seen superhero movies. Can we have an Italy, Sicily, real yeah. fast? Let us have a uh, Sicily, Disley. This guy's giving us nothing. There's nothing to go on. 
something. Everybody's got something. They got a hook. They got an angle. I mean, this guy, boring me some fucking tapioca pudding. The vanilla ice cream of authors. Not even vanilla bean. Just plain vanilla. I'm pretty sure cows just put that out naturally. He's not even whistling a particular tune that would give you an idea of who he is. It's just general melodic whistling. It's a just a vague harmony. Hold on, maybe we should get to someone else over here and maybe talk it over with them. See if they can figure it out. Is uh, Gary Paulson back from fighting crime in Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, no, I'm right here. I've been sitting here the whole time. Okay, so there's this guy that just got here. Dina Coons? Do you know Dina Coons? Yeah, no, everyone is aware of the existence of Arthur Dean Coons. Right, right. He's not, he doesn't really have a gimmick. I have a gimmick. Yeah, like, I started yeah, out sounding a lot like Patrick Warburton working yeah. for BuzzFeed, and now I kill streets. I'm sorry, is that Patrick Warburton over there? No, no, it's, no. It's Gary Paulson. I'm an author. Oh. But I sound like confused. Patrick Warburton. I, I like your work. Too. You see what I mean? He's got to nothing. Boy, this guy's a real stick in the mud. Not even as, like, if he were a stick in the butt, that's something we can work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, but he's just, he's just in there. Hold on, let me ask him a question. Hey, when you have sex with your wife, what position is it generally in? That's none of your business. Damn it! He outfoxed at every turn by this guy. He's a puzzle box. You know what? Let's it's get the puzzler in here. Yes! Hello! It's me, the puzzler! Oh, the puzzler! I'm so glad you're here! Yes, I'm the author of your destruction. Now, tell me, what is your thing? I'm sorry, the puzzler? Are you like one of the people that like watch the streets at night to like help police? No, I outsmart superheroes at every turn. I have a jacket with puzzle pieces designed on the inside. Yeah, that's that's uh, kind of that's really creative. Did you did you sew that yourself, or did you meet someone? Check out my hat, a converted Wisconsin cheesehead into the shape of a puzzle piece. Oh wow, that's really that's really creative. That's uh, very nice. I'm going to crack this guy open. Are you gonna beat me up? Or are you gonna? No, I'm going to crack you open. I'm going to solve you like a puzzle box. Do I need solving? I, are you are you going to try to put my corner pieces it's together? It's a finding. You... It's a finding. He just does not have corners or an edge piece. Edge piece? I don't, I don't understand. And you know what? I have one more guy we could try. Hello, Jimothy's and Beckonese. Oh my gosh, he's even visited the claimed hive of mine, James I... Patterson. James Patterson is I'm, here. I'm sorry, uh, do you need a, a lozenge or a cough drop? Your voice sounds I good. will after this scene. A scene? I'm going to cause a scene. I'm going to get inside that mind of yours. I'm going to know your every thought, your every feeling. Every tick will be in me. Why did you put your hands on my head? Can you take them off, please? I've been outdone. My spectral tendrils can find no purchase. I normally possess people based upon their hook or the funny voice they use, but he's got nothing. I'm sorry. It's great to meet you guys. I'm glad to meet fans. I'm just trying to get a coffee and go. I appreciate meeting new people. Thank you for your time, but you're starting to bother me. Okay? kind of really frustrated right now and I think I'm just gonna go home and have myself a nice glass of milk, make a mayonnaise sandwich, and have missionary position sex with my wife. The blonde one. My only one. My one true love. Because I'm in a monogamous relationship. Bye everybody! <laughs> <laughs>
and kill all the pedestrians that are the brain cells. Leave them mangled on the train tracks, impaled, dead, and dying. Okay, so I was thinking, I was thinking about the last time we talked, and I'm sorry. You're, you're sorry. I'm sorry. You're sorry for spending at least a couple hundred dollars on a pony for my birthday. And I didn't even ask for it. You just brought it over. And then you made me smash it still in with a hammer. I'm four, by the way. Four. I smashed a full-grown pony skull in with a hammer. Then... Then you made me first take a bite, then get an old-fashioned sausage grinder, grind the pony up into a paste, put it in a broken ceramic mug, and then you ordered me to, and I quote, drink the pony! You see, you hear me? I'm doing you. Drink the pony! That's what you sounded like. On my goddamn birthday! <laughs> I'm poor I learned that word! I'm not allowed to say it! I think it's appropriate! On my goddamn birthday, Mr. Steinbeck! So yeah, I hope you're sorry! We all make mistakes! I never claim to be perfect! Sometimes, my manuscripts that I hand in to T.S. Wiggles need proofreading! But what does that have to do with buying me a pony? And mutilate it in my front yard! I done goofed! Is that like a story you wrote? I get all the assume because you talked about manuscripts and some man named Wiggles? I'm for it, I think that's childish! Yes, it's an absurd premise! But I realized the error of my ways! And I want to make it up to you, kid! Oh god, how? There's a way we can bring the pony back! What? Are you gonna make me repeat myself? You made me drink that pony! That pony is inside my little body! It is in my bone marrow and my muscular fibers and the outer lining of my intestine! Are you just gonna rip all that out of me? Also, I just realized I was here a day and a half ago. You probably not even passed the pony. Pass the pony! What now? No! No! Anyway, this is besides the point. It's a, I'm a four-year-old child! 
And that is a, a full-grown horse! Like a small horse! A that pony! like a small cavalry! <laughs> During a famine, they'd eat that and that'd be enough for like eight guys! I know! I've written books about the war! Probably! So, so anyway...
The Puffin Publishing Podcast is brought to you by Callahan's Kanker Cream, Callahan's The Decrustable, and now the Puffin Publishing Podcast proudly presents the mystery of the hatchet. They say journalism's dead, but hey, she's not too cold for me to lie with. My name's Upton Sinclair, and I'm BuzzFeed's top investigative reporter. You might remember me from my expose on the gangster turned philanthropist. Oh god. Oh god. There's his wake. It jugs. Uh, uh, no. the, the crime. The axes! Oh, 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 sir. Oh, sir. Sir. Um, I'm, I'm down. Where am I? Where am I? The axes. The hatches. What? You're, you're in a hospital. Where's Pookie? Pookie's dead? Yes. Alright, I'm assuming that if he was Pookie, that you are Mr. Mookie. Mr. Mookie, yeah. Mr. Mookie. Uh, yes. You were brought here. You were in very bad shape. We're helping you back into your... back into 100%. My name is Doctor. Doctor Doctor. Doctor Doctor. This is a nurse nurse. Nurse nurse. Doctor, nurse, tell it to me straight. Am I gonna walk again? Well, we're not surgeons, but I sewed your legs back on, so technically that should work. Yeah, you should be good. Technically? Oh, I'm. What? That's as good as actually. It's yeah. No, let's 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 just let's just go with that. Yeah. All right, Doc. All right, let's help you stand up. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. Doc. Baby steps, sir. Baby steps. Dog, there's a problem here. Oh, fuck. Did I... Uh, there's... I don't... Pookie was the one with six toes. Oh. oh. I'm on po- Oh, Pookie! Oh, Pookie, you gave me your feet! Oh, Think Pookie! As a way of carrying him with you for the rest of your life. Pookie? No. You'll be carrying me just like in the old days, Pookie! Mr. Mookie. Yes, Doc! I do want to inform you that this, the facility you're at, is located within one of a a correctional facility. Correctional facility? What does that mean? Uh, It means that they can help you. Yes. Get out of the hole that got you into this mess. Through the help of Jesus Christ. Dearly Father. Yes, my child! Talk to me! Hear my confession! I hear it loud and clear! Like the trumpets of our Lord! It's been it's been one week since my last confession, and I have said, Father. Tell me, son, what have you done? Father, I have used the Lord's name in vain, Father! My child, we all do it all the goddamn time. I had a moment, Father, where, where I spoke against God for giving me Pookie's legs, and I sometimes thought I don't feel like I was the one who should have been alive. Should have been Pookie. Pookie had a sister. Son. She, a, a, a wicked odd sister with like a, with like a rocket rack on her, but he should have been there. He should have been there to see you grow past 16. My friend. You need to calm down, my child, my lamb, my little gossamer baby lamb. Now listen to me. I'm listening, Father. 
The Lord does nothing by accident. You have to take the chance that he gave you, capital H he, the chance that he gave you to turn your life around. The Lord has chosen you to do great things, Mookie. And you can be great if you just listen to Father C.S. Lewis. You know, you know Father Lewis? No one's ever told me that I could be great before. You think I could do it? You think I could do something great? You father? could be a great man if only you put your mind to it. Well, father, I have one idea that I've been thinking of putting my mind to. Okay, construction worker, how long you think it'll take to build this new facility? Hello, I'm industrious Russian. We you are, are very industrious Russian. Yes. Well, how many? How many floors do you need? Floors? I don't know. I'm in New York. We have zoning laws, so I guess we are, two we, two we, works for me. We already built 14 floors. Jesus, you have. There's so many of you that look suspiciously similar, but oh well. God works in mysterious ways. Yes, Industrious Russian believe you want to have yourself. Anyways, uh, Industrious Russian need uh, more, more information about building. What is building them? The building name. Building them. Yes. Yes. Pookie K. McGillicuddy's. Pookie K. McGillicuddy. Child Youth Center. Child Youth Center. For the prematurely endowed. For the prematurely endowed. It's for his sister, you see. <laughs> the, title, the title is too long, but make it Pookie Center. The Pookie said that works! It's, uh, it really doesn't matter what you were telling us, we already built signs that say Pookie As long as it's for teenagers with rockin' tits, that's all I want! That's, that's all. what he would've wanted for his sister! Uh, yes. Industrious Russian finish everything. Good bye Thank Now, as much as that was heartwarming, it was still incredibly heartbreaking when someone dearly beloved to BuzzFeed finally potted ways with us. Dearly beloved, <laughs> we are here now. <laughs> we are here now. Please, Mr. Mr. Paulson, please contain yourself. I'm trying. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we are here to celebrate the life and the momentous achievements of the grand editor of BuzzFeed, Mr. BuzzFeed. <laughs> His life was long, but at the same time very short. And he, his grand achievements will more than likely never be attained in order to commemorate his life I've asked for several of BuzzFeed's and Mr. BuzzFeed's favorite employees to come up and say a couple of words before we lay the body in the ground please hi like um I'm really sad he died um I already posted 15 cats that look the way I'm feeling right now they're all really sad so I hope y'all enjoy that We'll miss you, Buzzfeed. Hey, it's me, Gary Paulson for Buzzfeed.com. 
I can barely find the gifts to describe how I'm feeling right now. At the passing of my dear friend and editor, BuzzFeed, I have this one. It's a character from Mean Girls Crime. That's, it's a good start, but I don't feel like it encompasses the whole of what I'm feeling. And on his deathbed, I was there when Buzz died, and he leaned over to me, and he said, Gary, Paulson for BuzzFeed.com, here are 15 Shia LaBeouf gifts that describe that you're the new editor-in-chief of BuzzFeed.com. And I... I accept this honor, this great big beanbag chair, with the utmost respect and a promise to you that we will only engraten BuzzFeed's BuzzFeed legacy. May you rest in peace, my friend. Pour one gift out for my homie. Mm -hmm. Well, Buzz's old office. I am. Reporters, get in here! <laughs> Alright, BuzzFeed's finest, here's what we're gonna do. We are gonna take this lollygagging website for little sister girls. Lollygagging? How? Speak when spoken to. Sissy girls is a trigger Speak word. when um... spoken to. Speak when spoken to. Alright, we're gonna take this ramshackle operation, we're gonna turn it into the hardest hitting news source out there. No more articles entitled 15 Surprisingly Funny Tweets. It is now gonna be 15 surprising things the Catholic Church is implicit in. Y'all yes. can do whatever you do as long as you bring me hard headed journalism right to my death. So, gifts of cats and Gifts of cats are fine, as long as they are inside articles that get at the heart of America's financial woes. Hey, uh, boss, 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 I got an idea for a story. I got yeah, an idea man. for a story. Pitch it. It's using 90s nostalgia gifts to retell the horrors of the Armenian Genocide. Sounds great. I want 15 gifts on my desk by Monday. All right. Well, I don't know. I just picked up this copy of, like, the... Wall Street Journal? Can, can I just... Just I, wholesale rip out paragraphs. That's what we do. And slap some gifts in there. All right, on it. I mean, like, I don't have, like, a journal or anything, but I picked up a magazine. It's, like, The Inquirer. Can I just, like, copy and paste some that? Yeah, like, put that story about bat boys on the moon. I. Right. Uh, sir, I, I have, like, a legitimate news story about, like, a couple of monsters that were beat up by a vigilante with a hatchet. Front page news! Um, so like, uh, we gotta do new quizzes, like replace the ones we currently have on our yeah. site. That's right. So can I do like, which, uh, like, DC Senator, like, re you relate the most to? Yeah. That'll get people interested in politics. Yeah. I... And if anyone finds a story about a particularly handsome masked vigilante, bring it to me. 
Well, what can I say? I'm a shock. When I smell blood in the water, I come running. If vigilantism's what he wants, then that's what I'm gonna deliver. So I started asking around the local police offices about vigilantes, and uh, I find my way across this curious police report. Oi, it's me, Patio Flannery, Beat Cop of Banksburg. You know, boy, you're gonna have to say your name for me one more time. Paul, you have you been having too much whiskey, Patty? My name's Pog Mahon. <laughs> I think I'm sorry. You can call me by my, my, my middle name, Riley. Pog Riley. <laughs> well, I think Pog Riley Mahone. I've had one too many Guinnesses. Ah, oh, but we need to stop drinking and start tanking. There's a blind fella what's running around killing street toughs with vaguely similar names. Yeah, I know the ones like Ookie and Kookie and Spooky and Kabuki. All of the ones of the Ookie gang. Yes, they're being picked off one by one. We're running out of consonant songs. I don't know what we're gonna do with the consonant Ookie gang. Well, we're going to try and save them, I guess. Well, from the vigilante, what's cutting them off and stopping them crimes? Well, naturally, because if the consonant Ookie gang goes out, we're out of a job. And I'm certainly not going back to Dublin to be a flag in Hargishburg. Not a flag in Hargishburg. It sounds Swedish, but I swear it's not. I'd shoot myself if I was ever a flag in Hargishburg. Well, bowl me over and kiss me, Shamrocks. We got a real nutter on our hands. You know, speaking of Welsh, I knew a Welsh fella once. What pretended to be a gang member? What if we pretended we was part of the Ookie Mookie Spooky Kabuki gang? But then, what are our gang names gonna be? If they're consonants, we have to make ourselves remember. What if we use the vowels? Damn. You can be Yuki, I can be Aoki. <laughs> Sounds like a flawless plan. It's going to go exactly the way we want it to. It'll go without a single misstep, Pat. Oh. I mean, Yuki. <laughs> After reading that report, my reporter's instinct fingers were tickling the ivories that was my motivation piano. There was more to this than it first appeared, and I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Which is why I went down to the Banksburg police station to talk to my inside man. Officer my commanders, BYPD, Banksburg, your police department. Don't, don't worry about it. How can I help you? I'm an investigative journalist, and I hear that there's been a string of murders going around the uh, Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of Banksburg. Yeah, we, it's a it's a real bloodbath out there. It's it's get out of your car. You step in what you think's a rain puddle or a mud puddle. You know, water fills your shoes, and you look out, and it's just blood. Oh my goodness! Holy blood and gore and wow! Uh, uh, we had to take the car in the other day to get it cleaned and test and strewn all over the thing. It's a bloodbath oh out there. Wow! No, that's that's graphic. It all looks like it's done by the same guy. We think it's a serial killer. We're not sure though, because quite frankly, by the time we get down there, there ain't nothing left of the victims. Can I see what's left of that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you know, I'm, I'm working on an article. We got an article. These kids whose parents were murdered in the 90s will recognize. We can show you uh, what we got here. You know, anything that can help us uh, find out who the killer is. Uh, sounds great. Yeah, no, uh, sure. All right, so do I need to wear like gloves or anything? Oh, no, no, no. No, okay. We tamper with evidence all, all the time. All right, all right, raw dogging it. I yeah, like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's get the uh, the file out. Uh, so uh, first off, here's a crime scene photo. This okay. is of the murder that yeah. happened on 48th Street. Uh, on 48th Street? Oh my god, it's just... There's like three bodies there. Yeah, uh, we honestly thought it was six bodies. Uh, oh my god, it's just... But it's there's, just... there's so many parts, but we had to piece them all together and realize, oh, there's only three bodies here. Oh my god, it's like someone went at him with a slap chop. So you think it might be Vince Hoffer? I don't know, but I don't know, but if there's any instrument that can slice and or dice to that kind of fine quality can only be a slap chop. Hmm, Linguini, Martini, Bikini, Valangi, hmm, maybe. Let's get a Vince Hoffer in here for questioning. He did bite a hooker's tongue off one. He was in prison for that. It's not far to think that Vince Offer, the spokesperson for Slap Chop, murdered three people. Anything's possible. So, uh, what other evidence you have in here? Alright, so, uh, here... This is one of the first crime scene photos. Okay. And as you can tell, it looks like whoever the perpetrator was tried to clean up after themselves. Perhaps with a ShamWow? I mean, look at I mean, look at how well that cloth is picking up tears, blood, urine, all fluids equally while leaving the surface squeaky clean. Um, it's a thing that like as the start as the killer started, he he tried cleaning up, he tried doing, you know, whatever he could to make it seem that nothing happened. But as the murders piled up, it just seemed like it got all out of hand. And Vince, this has been all happening. I mean, excuse me, since this has all been happening, the bodies have been piling up, the murders have been happening. My, my team, we've exhausted our resources. We just, we can't figure out who's doing it. No one's seen Vince offer. It could be him. Maybe we should bring him in for questioning. That'd be a really good idea. Dude, <laughs> we're going to Nowhere, because that's where Vince Offer is. Here we are, the Nowhere Bar and Grill, here in Southeast Banksburg. Just where I thought to see Vince Offer. It's just like a serial killer to flaunt what he has, what he has, and what his victims don't have. Look at him using his tongue to drink all those beers. What a sick, twisted fuck. His kind just makes me sick, and I've seen some pretty twisted things working for BuzzFeed.com as an investigative journalist. All right, Upton, here's, yeah. what's, gonna here's what's gonna happen. I'll cover you, I'll stand here by the door. If he tries to escape, I'll stop him. But why don't you go talk to him and see what's going on with Vince Offer? Yeah, sure thing. You watching the game? Oh yeah, it's a real good game. It's, uh, it's, I mean, these guys, every time I think they're losing, they pull out, a, they pull a victory out of nowhere, and I, and I say wow every time. The talent's as clear as the tongue in your mouth. There's no sham, it's just wow. Yeah, you know, they really know how to clean up their act, don't they? They really do. Uh, I mean, watch how the quarterback just slaps the ball between his legs, and how he just chops it right down to the other end of the field. Oh, wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm scatterbrained. I'm up to Sinclair. You know, I'm always I'm always forgetting things and remembering them at the last minute. Scattered like a bunch of nubs that... Scattered like a bunch of peanuts that got chopped into real tiny bits. Yeah, no, very similar. Don't I know you from TV? Uh, well, uh, you know, I've been on TV once or twice. Uh, do you remember about the year 2006? A uh, little... Infomer 2006 changed everything. There's a really popular infomercial guy who was uh, kind of just all over. Oh shit, you're Billy Mays, aren't you? No, I'm not Billy Mays. He's a hack, he's a fraud, he's a sham, I'm the wow. So listen, so, oh wow, so you're a Vince Offer. V the a Vince Offer. 
Yeah. Wow. So, like, do you hang around Banksburg a lot, or do you like come into like the city? Yeah, you know, uh, I had a pretty good uh, pitch game going for me, and then one day I uh, I was in front of the cameras. I was getting ready to pitch my new product, the nut scraper. It's this device you put your peanuts into and it scrapes the shells off of it. And that's oh, it's so much better than what I was expecting. Oh yeah, no, no, it's, it was it was a great product. And for whatever reason, I don't know what happened. I'd read the script, but I was at a loss for words. It was like, so I, I kind of stopped doing the pitch game, and now I'm I'm working I'm working here in Banksburg. So like, so what do you do like during the week? Like, what's your average like weekday like? You gotta do what you know, and uh, there's two things that I really know: chopping up nuts. And cleaning up afterwards, and uh, you know that's uh, that's what I do. So is this like a Monday through Friday, like nine to five thing? Or? Uh, well, I mean, I love doing that, but it doesn't pay the bills. I usually have to do that like around nighttime. Oh, okay. I find that like there's a lot of potential work in like alleyways and and back docks and things like that. I try, I try to clean up the streets, you know. Okay, yeah, no. There's a lot of vile, filth, and disgusting just. You know, whatever on the streets, and I got yeah. someone's got to clean it up. Oh yeah, no, I bet. Listen, uh, Vince, I'm gonna take a leak real quick. You know, uh, these are uh, this uh, urban chestnut just goes right through me. Oh, so absolutely. I'm gonna be right there. Uh, Mike, 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 Mike. What's going okay. on? He's spending a lot of time in shady docks at night, and he's trying to, like, you know, take care of business. So he's either our guy or a prostitute. Oh my God! Ah! Demon bit my own tongue. <laughs> Maybe he's both. Hey, Vince Offer. Hey, how do you know my name? You're the guy who does the slap chop, right? Now time to get the slap cuffs. I'm slapping these cuffs on you. You're under arrest for the murder of several members of the Kossin and Uki gang. Wow, this is a sham. You got the wrong guy. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. So there I was, man behind bars, pocket full of evidence. And I was on my way home to, to sit down, write the story, and get that thumbs up from the editor. But the pieces of this puzzle weren't quite fitting together. There was a knot in my stomach that told me there was still more to this yarn than what I'd pulled out. If there's one thing I hate doing, it's pulling out early. The Puffin Publishing Podcast will be right back after this. Are you tired of zits, warts, blisters, pustules, and all other fluid-filled sacs on your body parts? Well, try Callahan's Canker Cream, the only all-natural cream that gets rid of any gross body sacs. It gets rid of cold sores, canker sores, bulbous sores. It clears them all. Just listen to this eyewitness account. Why do I have to say that I love Callahan? I've never even met her. That's a boy's name? So if you're feeling down and covered in kank, try Callahan's and your skin will go blank. Proud sponsor of the Puffin Publishing Podcast. So I went back to double check on the first police report, see if there were any updates on the sting operation. And there was, and it was not pretty. So, okay, <laughs> what say we do some street crimes? You can't tell, but I'm affecting a fake moustache now. I'm drawing on the fake glasses with a sharpie right now. Nice grotto marks, nose, good touch. Thank you. All right, okay, 
Well, uh, hold on. We can't. We can't just go around talking like Irish beat cops because none of the. None of the consonant Ookie gang sounds like Irish beat cops. We have to get our accent right. All right, let's try it on three. One, two, three. A Ookie. What in the name of thousands of years of Protestants and Catholics feuding with each other's got going on here? I was on me beat listening to Jedward and eating this bowl of Lucky Charms when I caught two of the members of the consonant Ookie gang. Damn this Seamus Finnegan fuck! He's going to blow our cover! I- Ooh! Oh, I've been subbed from behind! Oh, I've been run through with oh. a large hatchet! Oh no! You okay? Hey. You done done stop talking like street deafs. You're gonna end up like your friend, Aoki. No, but listen, I'm a police officer too. Let me wash these, these glasses off my face. Oh, wait, they're Sharpie! He's not Groucho Marx at all. I feel misled. Kabuki! No! I just saw you rot murder him, man. I'm a police officer. So the killer was still happening with the killer and the slammer? Something wasn't adding up. And the sum of my fears got all the larger when six feet of dames strode into my office. Listen, uh, miss, I'm sorry I didn't get your name. Susan! Susan, I, uh, listen, I'm just like, you know, my head, you know, fall off, I wouldn't even notice, but, uh, are you one of Vince Offer's ex-girlfriends? That's almost beautiful. Kinda like you, almost beautiful. Do you express on the inside that counts? And I may not have everything a person needs on the inside, but I still think there's a lot of beauty to me. I, I'm afraid that uh, Vince Arthur's been arrested for murder. That can't be. You're paying me lip service. I would never pay lip service, ma'am. Listen, I, may, I do many things, but I never lie through my teeth. You can tell that Vince Arthur is one for murder. You can say he's a bad person, but I know that's not true. Vince Arthur worked so hard for us to marry our relationship. He would go out in the middle of the night trying to sell Sam trucks, trying to sell Sam wells. I mean, really, it left me speechless. It left me speechless. All the things he would do. Sometimes I would watch him working so hard for me and my my mouth is just wide open. <laughs> my jaw dropped to see everything that he was doing for me. Wow, he worked so hard. There was one day, my shoes were completely ruined. I had no shoes. The soles were fine, but none of them had tongues. Wow, so, so Vince has been working all night trying to repair this relationship. Oh shit, I think we got the wrong guy. Yeah. Oh shit. He goes out at night. Yeah, no, 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 I heard it the first time, like, oh, oh, fuck, oh, shit, fuck, we've got the wrong guy, oh, oopsie doodle. Hope this Claire BuzzFeed's goofed up again. I hope that I've been able to help, help you. I hope that you understood what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I'm not originally from this country, so this is not my native tongue. So the killer was still out there, but who could it be? I was totally stumped by this question until I was working on my follow-up article about the philanthropist when I saw the interview footage between him and our editor-in-chief.
All right, uh, Mr. Mookie. Yeah, what is it, Janine? Mr. Paulson will be seeing you very Is yeah. he? Is he the man lucky enough to talk to this now very successful and very important man running the Pookie Center for the uh, prematurely endowed? Uh, yes, yes, sir, he is, and he's very excited to meet you. He's been looking forward to this meeting all day. He actually canceled all of his other appointments to make room for you uh, pretty much all afternoon, so... Uh... Does he have a daughter that we, who's like under 18 that we help deal with her incredibly massive boobies? Uh, no, but he does have a son whose dick is about the size of his third leg. Well, it's hard. It's hard to live with a dick that goes from your belt to your boots. Well, that, and he also has three legs. Outside of that, uh, whenever you're ready, Mr. P- All right, thank you. Thank you. Mr. Mookie, thank you for seeing me here today. Are you Mr. Paulson? That's right, Gary Paulson for BuzzFeed.com. Please sit up. Thank you. Oh, I should start with my first question. Boy, you look... Real familiar to me. You know what, Mr. Paulson? I was thinking the exact same thing. Now tell me, which one of these desserts best describes your personality? We got a banana sundae right here. We got a Rocky Road ice cream. We got a birthday cake with a Power Ranger on it. Go ahead, make your choice. You know what? I'm thinking I'm a Rocky Road man. I'm not afraid of things getting bumpy. Right. Next question. Which one of these Harry Potter characters would you want to be your best friend? You got Dudley Dursley. You got Professor Minerva McGonagall. And just for a hoot, you've got Newt Scamander. I'm gonna have to say Dudley Doisley. Because as crooked as he was, as horrible a person that he was in his previous life, he came around in the end. And you know what? I think some people can be redeemed. All right, one final question for you. Which one of these seems like your ideal Saturday night? We got party at a club. We got watching a movie with friends. We got sitting home alone reading a book. We got running a fucking puppy mill. Which one of these sounds like you, Mr. Mookie? Uh, I mean, it's it's obvious what the answer is. It's the, uh, it's the, uh, who? Who, is it, uh, is it hot in here? Is, uh, is there air conditioning broken in this, uh, publishing office? Who? Who, I'm gonna loosen my tie. You wanna fuck it? I'm loosening my jacket. Fuck it, I'm loosening my shirt. Oh, you see, it's me and my wife beater, but I don't care. I am sweating buckets all of a sudden. Hoo-wee! Now, why so nervous about this particular question? Are you embarrassed by your love of reading books at home on a Saturday night? What? No! No, or I love reading books! something deeper? But I had a good friend who was like a brother to me. And, you know, we were we were working outside the club. I'm not saying what we were doing good work, you see, but we were, we were working. We were working, boys. Yeah. Then this guy, this guy just comes out of nowhere, and he butches my friend. He cuts him down. He's got a hatchet, see? Yeah. And then, you know what he does? He cuts me up. But doesn't finish the job. He gets sloppy. So now, here I am today, wearing the legs of my best friend, who was murdered in front of me, that have carried me here, running a center for the prematurely endowed youth. And all that because of one man who decided to butcher me and my friend in front of a club. So you know what? Yeah. 
No. Any idea? Beer Purple Club gets me a little upset. It's me a little sweaty. I could wring my tank top out and get a freaking bucket of salt water. I could make the English Channel with my sweat. Because you know what? I don't like being reminded of tragedy. And you know what? I think tragedy can make a pretty great comedy. But everything ends up good in the end, Mr. Paulson. Well, that very well could be, Mr. Mookie. Could this axe-wielding murderer of the streets be my editor-in-chief, Gary Paulson? For a notion of it boggled my mind, board game. But I put my nose to the grindstone, and after six to eight weeks of evidence gathering, I think I had it all together. And I'll never forget the day that I walked into that man's office. God damn it, McCuckle, you can't pull the razor advertisers. You're the last one we got. Ah, beans, you hung up on me. Carol, send in my two o'clock. Uh, knock, knock, knock. Yeah, I, I asked you to come in. Yeah, no, uh, hey boss, it's me, your number one investigative writer, up to Chiclair. That's right, it's me, Gary Paulson, head of BuzzFeed.com. Oh, well, what brings you to my office? Yeah, okay, so boss, I've been doing some uh, investigating. You know, I've been hitting the streets. Okay, with yeah. your hands? The okay. thing is... Are you spending company money punching streets? You see, boss, there actually is a benefit to hitting the streets by walking on your hands, because you know, what it does, it makes you look at things in a different perspective. Okay, you're kind of kooky. You're kind of kooky. You anyway. remind me of a gang that kind of plagues this fair city from time to time. Oh, the Continental Luki gang. They've been yeah. kind of on the... uh I like think the... Kooky was one of them. That sounds right. Yeah. No, they've been... uh. They've been kind of the up and down oscillating right now, haven't they? Yeah, well, families rise and fall in America all the time. It's just interesting because Hawthorne. they were going up. Oh no, yeah, I love his quizzes. I, I love Nathaniel Hawthorne's quizzes that he does for BuzzFeed. Most of the great authors work for BuzzFeed in some capacity or another. Boss, I've noticed that the Continental Luki gang have been on a pretty steady decline until about three months ago. Okay. When they just slashed right down, as if most of them were just wiped out all of a sudden. We're cut down by some sort of mall axe. You can't really see it because my eyes are all squinty, right. but I'm darting my eyes from side to side. It's been all over the streets. Might as well be a Clydesdale, no peripheral. Because I've been walking on my hands, my ears have been close to the street, and I've been hearing what they've been saying. They've been talking about the hatchet. Never heard of him. Oh, you've never heard about it's the hatchet? It's an old wives' tale. Only old wives talk about it. I mean, he's only been around for. The past couple weeks, so you well, know the, these wives. The I'm like, God, you're such an old wife. The, like this, you've been married and are so old. Hey, now hold on, because what I'm inve been investigating, boss, is the hatchet. Oh, I don't and his know string of grisly murders. Oh, there's nothing to do you see what's there? it? Do you see what's in this baggie? Oh, this sweat. Oh, it's just oh. raining in this. Uh, oh, excuse me. This office. Excuse me, boss. I pulled out the wrong baggie. These are raisins for my lunch. Hold on. Let me rustle You're around in my many pockets. I, if I don't know where my head would be if I if it was lopped off by say a hatchet. Oh, yeah, wouldn't that just be crazy? Here it is. You see these fingers that I stole from a police crime scene? You stole those are human fingers. I'm an investigator, boss. Eat those. Oh, I won't. I'm, I'm not a fan of finger food, boss. These fingers could have only been cut off by something small and swift, but denser than your average knife or machete. 
Sure, something with perhaps a wood handle. Yeah. Wielded by a man named after said implement. Sure. Yeah, a hatchet, boss. I don't know. That's kind of, it's an urban myth. It's a myth only black people come up with. I think you're wasting company money, but uh, sure, go look into this hatchet if you do think he believes. And uh, don't go to my Wikipedia page where it would tell you that I wrote a book called Hatchet. Sure thing, boss. Sure thing. Oh, wait. Uh, just hold on a minute. I'm all over the place. I'm the just a completely brain. disorganized piece of shit. But uh, there's one last thing I forgot. What have you been doing every Friday night? Uh, what do you mean? I'm because, uh, with my wife. Because the boys are always asking you to come over and play, uh, and play Overwatch. And, uh, you're never there. And yeah, you know... Tracer main. But you never play with us. And you only think that's a little suspicious. So, you know, yeah. we ask around, no, so, we ask around, so I, mean, I ask sure, around my, the office. My character's just standing in one place. Like, I left the controller unattended while I left the house. But, no, I'm just a cautious of a defense player. And, uh, why do I have these pictures of you going to a Cabela's to buy a hatchet? Yeah, I needed to pick up new fishing gear and uh, renew my racist license. And just so happens to be a hatchet. Um, yeah, that's what a racist license looks like. It's oh, the now, shape of a hatchet. Now, Cabela sells. Now, there are 35 different kinds of axes, uh, 35 kinds of hatchet on the market right now. I tested all that's of them uh-huh. on breadsticks because a breadstick is the closest living equivalent to a human finger. Living? You've been you've been animating sentient breadsticks and no, murdering them? No, no, no. Do you do this for fun, Sinclair? I do it for the truth. Kill life. Breadsticks for the truth. What are you insinuating? I have tested all 35 uh, kinds of hatchet on these animated living breadstick fingers. And uh-huh. only the Cabela Mark II slice and dicer. No, there's nothing. I don't know what you're. I don't even know how to pick up a hatchet. I bought it for my girlfriend. Uh, hey, boss. Lisa's. Really? Uh, Lisa's. It's two women named Lisa taped together. Really? And catch this, boss. That stick that I just threw at you is shaped exactly like the handle of the Mach 2 slicing dicer. And you caught that instinctually. It's a living breadstick that you just threw at me. That is oh, shaped. Oh. That is shaped just like it. Aren't you right, Sticky? Thanks for me, Mr. Paulson. Not now, Sticky. You're my hero. The biggest men are talking, crack. Oh, you're one stone cold motherfucker, motherfucker. Because I go for the cold hot facts, bullshit. Your generally genteel way of walking around sort of does not belie this cold, ruthless interior. Maybe it's because I put on this persona in order to keep people off track. The same way some people might put on a blustering, overconfident persona. What are you talking about? I'm the best thing in the world, bluster. To hide the fact that they're a cold, hot killer. Well, I'm just gonna turn around for no reason. I'm gonna bend down underneath my desk and uh, just hit this big red button that doesn't do anything whatsoever. Oops, yes it did. It uh, went right in my hand. This very small axe. And you're gonna do that right here with the security cameras going, that so many people could look in. Cameras long ago, Sinclair. It's 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. People are still at work. Then look at through the window. It's not uncommon to hear a lot of screams coming from Gary Paulson's office, especially when Lisa's are coming by. What? It's sex. It's ah, loud. Right. Company sex. Oh, that's right. Terrible. Articles about it. Hey, uh, boss man. Yeah, I'm boss man. Uh, yeah, I'm just here to. That's mind. my gamer tag. 
Yeah, no, I'm here just to remind you that uh, Lisa's been waiting out here for a little while. She's in the heat, man. Lisa's? Send them in. Yeah, um, do you want him still here? I'm done. I'm done. I just wanted to show him the uh, top three ways you can uh, get to know the people around you. Oh, they're good. And you know, my favorite was number two. Someone might learn a deep, dark secret about you, but you might have a secret on them in return. Perhaps an elaborate series of gambling bets on the baby fights they have in the back of that bistro downtown. Seriously, she's she's humping my leg right now. Yeah, no, she'll do that. She's yeah. humping my leg, and these are brand- I have a squirt oh. bottle to use on her, but I never this use is, it. This I just take the hump. These are brand new pants, boss. Yeah, she's wearing right through. Yeah, no, She's please. got a real can, can, sandpaper can, downstairs. Can, can, Don't worry, John Milton. I'll get out of here. Yeah, John Milton. <laughs> your paradise has really been lost by that lady humping your leg. Go fuck yourself, Gary Paulson. No, I'm gonna fuck her. So is Gary Paulson the hatchet murderer? Y yes. Yes, of course he is. Did you just listen to that, like, last segment? I got that fucker banging the fucking rights. Yeah, he's, of course he's the fucking hatchet-based murderer. He's just not in fucking jail yet, but I'll get him when the time is right. Yeah. But now, as we wait for sweet lady truth to dunk her scales on this motherfucker's head, I'd like to take this moment to mourn those who have fallen to his mighty blade. Lloyd Gunderson, alias Hooky, Kimberly Deansmilk, alias Suki, Tanity Hemsforth, alias Blukey, Joe Conroy, alias Spooky, Bandana Heavy Teeth, alias Stuart Soupson, alias Stooky, Justin Germeroff, alias Mookie, Bernie the Parakeet, alias Kakatuki, Kevin Lanigan, alias Kalamazuki, Dora Havital, alias Buki, Norman. Vern Tooley, alias Buckle My Shuki, Pert Spurtenhart, alias Lukey, Devlin Raw Sugar, alias Kooky, Kirby Weber, alias Waddle Dookie. I'd also like to take a moment to remember all the policemen that have fallen to this murderer. That doesn't excuse the fact that you just murdered a police officer. <laughs> Possibly two of them. One of them being my brother. Patrick you know, Flanagan Hogan. You know what does excuse my murder of a police officer? As you may be able to tell by the cracks in my voice, I am not actually Gary Paulson Daredevil. I am using a shitty voice replicator. I'm actually undercover Irish beat cop. Patrick O'Malleman. These two guys was actually part of the Continent Aoki gang. They wasn't Irish beat cops at all. That's why their accents were so preposterous. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. I don't... Well... I guess now is as good as time to admit my deepest, darkest secret. 
The reason my voice was fluctuating and why I was really forcibly trying to throw Irish references in my speech was to throw you off. I'm not really a beat police officer. I'm... It's me, the ghostwriter! <laughs> I've been playing this all the time to meet you! Patrick O'Malaman! <laughs> Sorry, I fell back into Gary Paulson. She got it right there, boy! I've been trying to track you down and steal all your great ideas for Hollywood screenplays! Toy, I think me life would make a great true crime novel. What say you and me form a bit of a partner team? My people will speak with your people, Patrick O'Malaman. What do you mean by people? <laughs> we are recording. And I just need you to be the dumb kid that you were the last time. Alright, I guess kind of like this. Sure. Kinda. Sure. I'm a shitty kid. Ah. Oh boy. Ah. You got an enemy champ? I am the beast known beyond worlds. Ah. Alright, now I'm not as good as I'm going to get it. Alright, I'm a shitty kid. Are you sure that you can do it? I think I can do it. Okay. I believe in you. I believe in Peter Pan. This has been a Talkback Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm Laura Ingalls Wilder. You haven't heard me on any of these podcasts yet, but you will. I just jumped through the time stream to tell you that, well, you can support this show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Help Kevin Lanigan justify spending his life this way for as little as $1 a month. Support this show, support the Puffin Publishing Podcast, the future of Doom to You, future live shows, future travel expanses, uh, Kevin's new show, How to Buy, it's about comic books. That's patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Get on up now, get over there.